So it's close to 10 o'clock now, and it's uh, the end of the walk, and it proved to be an interesting night. Uh, I decided not to go to Inman Park because it got to be much later, uh, having traveled a shorter distance than I thought it would. And so now I'm heading back towards my apartment, almost there. I met a man from Poland who uh, I helped get to a club where a party was being hosted by Microsoft, whom he works for. And that was cool, got to talk to him, a little bit of international flair. I uh, met a transvestite prostitute who told me she was HIV positive, gave her some money, had a nice little conversation with her, uh, hopefully made her feel better, and went looking for pepper spray for my sister's birthday, which is the only thing she asked for, which is funny. And I didn't, wasn't able to find any, but I did figure out where some would likely be after going to Publix, Walgreens, and CVS. Uh, Target, which makes sense because they have a, sportings, a sporting goods center, and that would make sense that that's where they would have some, some pepper spray. And so, tomorrow before I go into work, I'll make a little trip over to Target in, uh, what's that place? The Edgewood Shopping Center. And for, for now, I'm home. And I'm going to make some juice. I bought all the constituating juice ingredients from Publix to make detox drink. My favorite from uh, Whole Foods. So I'm going to go do push-ups, try to find a good documentary, and drink that juice. So it was a success tonight. I feel better. Bye. Today is July 22nd, it's a Sunday, uh, it's about 10.30 in the morning, and I am just now leaving my apartment, walking to the laundromat, and do some much needed laundry. Uh, it's pretty amazing, just how much needed this laundry is, you know. A lot of my days are spent being physically active and doing physical work, so best believe at the end of the week when it's time to do laundry. It's truly time to do laundry. And so, here I am, walking down the street, and I've got a mind full of thoughts. My mind has been reeling. Um, I'm making an effort now to kind of 
chronicle my life in small snippets through Twitter, and I'm hoping to do this so that I can uh, recall some of the minor details that make up the major details of each passing day. So yesterday, when I went to the Peace Corps Service Project out in uh, Lithonia, Georgia, which was a 45, more or less, mile round trip deal for me just just getting there, let alone the actual work itself, which I think kind of was a little bit too easy, to be honest. Uh, the work I did with Julie on the Serenby farm a couple, maybe a week ago, yeah, about a week ago, last Wednesday, was definitely more physically demanding. I think that had part to do with uh, the fact that I was becoming sick and uh, just becoming really symptomatic and uh, feverish during the hours that we were there, which I guess was about nine hours or so, from seven to, well, like 7.30 to five or so. Anyway, uh, so yesterday, just had a lot of exposure to different people, some of the volunteers who were also interested in being in the Peace Corps later in life. Some of them were young, some of them were older than me, some of them were younger than me. And um, tried to spread myself around and talk to as many of the hopeful volunteers as possible while also speaking to the the uh, Peace Corps, returned Peace Corps volunteers who were there. Um, kind of heading the whole project and got to speak to a fairly good uh, amount of people. Not everyone was interesting or willing to speak. It's weird. People my age and younger, sometimes people around my age are just very, <clears throat> I just, their, their vibration is very insulated and I could tell talking with some of the people that they were just very shut off and closed and uncomfortable speaking with someone who they didn't know. Whereas I have a lot of faith that, uh, you know, if I meet someone somewhat like-minded and, uh, I guess, similar in thought pattern, I have faith that we can have a good conversation. And uh, so I spoke to a few people, a woman who was quite a good bit older than me named Kay. I spoke with her a lot. She's a hopeful volunteer in the future. She... Uh, said that she always wanted to do the Peace Corps, but never really was able to because of, you know, career, family, that kind of stuff got in the way. And that's been a big fear of mine when contemplating career and family in the near future, just that it may kind of hinder what I'm doing, what I'm aspiring for. And speaking with some of the return volunteers as well, very informative and enlightening. Uh, had a lot of questions for them, just general ones about their experience, different elements of it that I was curious about, difficulties. Uh, if the Peace Corps does anything when you leave or when you're getting ready to leave to make sure that there's some sort of a tangible edifice to the fact that you were there, some sort of a lasting tribute or contribution to the community the culture, because going there as an English teacher, especially with my uh, experience so far with Ba and Elizabeth in Clarkston every Monday, I can just feel that, you know, there might be some severe tectonic movement in the mind of people that you can inspire, but 
you know, as soon as you leave is, is your lack of presence also a lack of, like, the catalyst needed for further progress. That's something that I would fear, you know. If I go to a community for two years, I don't want to leave without leaving something physically lasting. Uh, something, a monument, whether it be a process or a procedure that was established during my time there. You know, something that just doesn't come back with me. It would be a shame if that were the case. And so that was sort of a concern for me. And during the lunch period when we were talking about um, the Peace Corps specifics and everything, uh, which there was a talk mostly led by the man who choreographed the whole service project named Toby. Uh, my appetite was just enormously whetted for, for the, pro- like the prospect of becoming a volunteer. I got really excited and with equal measurements, I guess, was uh, anxious and worried about whether or not I would actually be accepted, which I think is good because it shows that I actually value what I'm going for. You know, I don't want to lose it. And so if I'm fearing while also being excited, to me that means that I do value this and it's something that I do genuinely want. So all of that, I guess, was digested last night as I slept in this morning when I woke up. I just had like a mind to buzz. Uh, one of the things that I was most struck with yesterday was the uh, prospect of graduate school after you return. Sometimes it's done in conjunction with being in the Peace Corps. They have a master's international program where you can get your master's degree while serving in the Peace Corps. But I have a feeling that that's not something that my interests could find, uh, I guess, a landing mark in. Although I haven't really investigated it, but I'll have to look into it. I thought there was a dog coming up with a wheelchair. I guess not. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) So, um, I was really interested in graduate work because I think, uh, this is a sort of a premature think, but the the NPR idea that I've kind of played with for, I guess, six months now, going back and forth since coming back from Japan, this is something that's uh, continuing to be prevalent in my day-to-day life, you know, sort of a constant consideration and doing more clips like this kind of fosters that to be fresh on the mind. Another doggy. (laughs) I picked up two beer bottles that I'm walking with right now, looking for a recycling bin to throw them away. So in the meantime, it's a Sunday morning, and I'm walking around with two very conspicuous Bud Light Platinum, like, opal blue bottles, looking like a drunkard, a young drunkard, down on his luck, so pathetic that he has to drink Budweiser's just to get through, just to get through his morning. 
How pathetic. I found some recycling bins. But they're not mine. I don't think people will mind if I deposit. But let's be quiet about it. Alright, I'm rid of my my crutch. Can operate like a normal human being now. Anyway, so this morning I spent a lot of time looking into graduate programs and uh, some of the partner schools that the Peace Corps has. And one of the most striking feelings I had this morning was just that I could feel my level of awareness expanding a little bit. And in that awareness of my awareness expanding, I could feel the level of awareness I had prior to the expansion and I could feel that it was less than this new level of awareness and um, it made me this is a realization I've had several times just that I wish I could be as aware and intelligent as I am in this current moment wish I could have achieved that earlier so that I could reap the benefits and thereby also make the next step of awareness and intelligence sooner. But, you know, that's kind of, you can't really do that in a, a realistic way. You know, if you're at one level, you can't hope to be beyond that level so that you could be beyond that level. Uh, it's sort of a, a hole in the logic of that. But, you know, it's just sort of like, I guess, if you had the first iPhone that ever came out, it'd be like you anticipating and wishing that you had the iPhone 3 already so that you could thereby have the iPhone 4, which is pretty ridiculous because that would just, uh, you would lose the, the value of what you had in the present and you would be looking towards something which doesn't even exist yet, which is kind of what I guess my experience was. So, I watched a bunch of TED Talks this morning and tried to fill my head with a few more bits of knowledge and everything, uh, while also just thinking about future and trying to work at NPR and if what I'm doing now is a waste of time, if that's the goal. And I don't think it's necessarily a waste of time. Hey, kitty cat. I've never seen someone so anxious and whatever. Did you just get let outside? Hey. Weird. Cat just ran up to me as friendly as a dog. Uh, so, anyway, like I said, my mind is reeling, still thinking, but now I'm close to the laundromat, so I think I'm going to let it go here, and do my laundry, fill my head with a few more things, maybe talk some more on the way back. Uh, my sister's coming down today, and she should be taking me back to Lilburn, but before she does that, I think we're going to walk to Octane Coffee. So we can have a nice little chat, nice little walk, nice little talk. And uh, later we'll make a dinner. And I think I'll drink a beer. Or something similar, maybe some wine. Who knows, we'll see. Talk to you again soon. Bye. Later on Sunday, July 22nd, finished my laundry, heading back home. It was a really good little laundry session. Uh, I used to go to the Georgia State Commons to do my laundry 
uh, because it was free and it was sort of exciting getting in there because it was a little bit difficult because I'm not supposed to be in there. So I could just go to the commons, the dormitory, wait for a student to go in through the bottom gate. I could follow them on my bicycle, they being in their car. Um, and then just get inside the commons uh, through a series of well-timed entrances. Uh, but now I've been going to Midtown Wash, which is really close to where I live. It's got a really good vibe. It's a very industrial kind of feeling. It makes me, it gives me the feeling of like a mechanical Germany, which doesn't really make sense, but that's just kind of the vibe I get from it. Just like this weird mechanized, like utilitarian feeling of metal and gears turning. Uh, very like in sync and sequentially and on time and just very very uh, orderly and I can kind of feed on that vibe a little bit I've gone there several times and gotten a good deal of work done whereas I think at the commons it was different I don't really remember what I used to do when I'd wait for my laundry I think sometimes I would have enough time to do push-ups which is kind of ridiculous because that means that I was there for at least an hour. And when I go to Midtown Wash, it's a sub-hour experience. I kind of prefer that. Don't want to be washing my clothes all day. And so I uh, listened to a little bit of music, this really cool thing, this uh, arrangement for violins and sometimes violins and cellos by Handel, which I forgot the name of. It's like Paca Gysi or something. Really, really beautiful song. Uh, there was a TED talk given by a man named, I think his name's Robert Gupta. And he plays this song with a man on the cello, and it's really, really beautiful. And so I got to listen to that a few times. Different musicians playing it, which is always fun to find the variations of uh, classical musicians who have played music that is hundreds of years old throughout the past 50 years or so, which is a pretty amazing thing I've found I can do on YouTube. I can listen to something being played in 2012 and then find symphonies or specific musicians from the 50s, 60s, 70s, so on, who are playing the same piece. And it's just the subtle nuanced difference, the, the difference in sound quality, all these types of things are really, really intriguing. A lot of mushrooms out this morning. It's been raining a lot. And then I listened to a TED Talk given by Jojo Mayer. Definitely one of my favorite drummers that I've ever heard. And it was great because I was totally in the mood to listen to some Jojo Mayer drum licks. But then I also wanted to hear a TED Talk. And lo and behold, a TEDx conference held in Zurich where uh, Jojo Mayer was one of the presenters. It was the perfect harmony of things that I wanted in that moment. And so I had to share that. I've been using Twitter, like I said, a lot. And I used Instagram for the first time, which I'd like to incorporate uh, into my Twitter usage as often as I'm able to have my iPad connected to the internet when things are worth taking pictures of. I'm kind of going back home to my apartment now in a roundabout way, trying to see where I am, trying to land myself somewhere where I might be able to find a chair for 
a desk that I found recently. And in fact, I'm now walking by a car that I believe is a guy's, a guy that I work with named Darian. I think this might be his girlfriend's car. That would be interesting if he was close to here. Anyway, um, I just talked to my sister. She's going to be coming down. going to go for a walk to Octane. I'm excited for that. But I have to say, and I love her, and she's, she's been my best friend, I think, the person I've spent the most time with and talked the most with since being back from Japan. But she's also one of the most neurotic people I have ever met in my life. And uh, though, ironically, I think the genesis of her neurosis comes from her exposure to the way that I think and the way that I process information and just the talks that we've had, she has far surpassed uh, her teacher, that being me, in uh, her quality of neurosis. She's just very quick to self-diagnose her symptoms of her body and of her mind and she has a strange uh, morphology that is constantly changing. Just all these different explanations to her, her physical and emotional ills. And they're not widely inconsistent, but they just definitely run the gauntlet of possible possibilities. And I don't know. To me, uh, it's kind of like that seek and you shall find uh, verse in the Bible. You know, if you if you are feeling a certain way and you attribute it to something, then to whatever degree you believe it's true, it is true. And it's similar to that Greek idea that simply speaking a thought into reality uh, transforms the nature of that thought from the nebulous realm of thoughts into uh, the tangible physical world of reality. You sort of give birth to something that may have been previously formless. And, you know, that type of life-giving has consequences that are, uh, at that point, beyond the individual who originally, I guess, spouted that same kind of idea. And so I was just talking to her, and she was telling me that she was kind of feeling weird. And, uh... I don't know, I have little patience for that, especially because she's my little sister. Uh, I'm quick to cut her down and uh, sort of interrogate her rationale behind what she's saying. And I don't mean to frustrate her, but I think, as is typical between siblings, and unfortunately so, if the older one has some sort of a frustration or something like that, some sort of, is somewhat on edge, which I wouldn't say I'm on edge today, but I've got a lot of energy to uh, extrapolate thoughts right now because I've been thinking a lot about the future of myself. Um, you know, if she tells me something and it doesn't seem like it makes sense or if it, if it uh, rushes up against my rational understanding of her and uh, <laughs> reality, then I'm going to question why she thinks so and what makes her say this or that. And so we just had a brief little exchange and I could feel that I was getting to the point where I was going to be not upsetting her, but definitely bothering her. And so 
we hung up somewhat quickly so that we could preserve the vibe. I don't think it was a conscious thing. I could tell that the water was starting to boil and I was glad that we hung up quickly. But um, <laughs> that's what we were just dealing with. But I think the vibe will be conserved and preserved and that will be uh, definitely in the makes for a good walk today. And um, I might record some of it depending on where we go and how noisy it is and what we're talking about. Definitely feel inspired today to kind of open up my mind a little bit more. And she's a good person to bounce ideas off of. And she, she has some direction herself now. And that's really exciting for me because I like talking to people who are passionate and uh, full of direction, especially as I emerge more and more each day with my own direction and uh, desire and knowledge of where I want to go. So that, so I'll, I'll finish that. You know, I, I wish it had been done before. The a guy on a moped with an iPhone speaking business on a Sunday morning. This is modern life. Um, so, sad, sad to say, I'm already almost home. I should be there about five minutes or so. And depending on who's at my house, might, uh, who knows what I'll do. I'm currently watching another TED Talk about siblings, actually. Interestingly, and it's one that I think I've watched before, but it's a 20 minute talk about the sibling bond. Hey, how's it going? It's really interesting. Uh, I'm tempted to send it to Lindsay, and I'm tempted to send it to Yogli, because they're both uh, only children. And I think, I don't know what my life would be like if I was an only child, to be honest. I'm already. Uh, an asshole pretty often <laughs> when it comes to certain things. So I can imagine that at least that quality of my personality would be amplified. But you know, I don't really know. It's hard to say and almost impossible too because my sister has been an integral uh, part of my development into who I am and uh, to imagine her not being there all of a sudden would be the same thing as having to change the majority of what has occurred in my life. Time to cross Piedmont. It's safe. I'm getting thirsty. I want some water and coffee. Yeah. 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 I'm getting thirsty. I want some water and coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting thirsty. Want some water and coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, that was my laundry experience. It's about noon now. <coughs> Do you need uh, some help? <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Woman with a baby opening a gate with her hands full. She needed help, but she is too proud to ask for it. Anyway, walking up the hill, soon to be delivered. Back home, my apartment is in sight. 
need to take my clothes out, fold them. Like I said, I'm thirsty. <laughs> Starting to ramble now. But mostly just a product of the fact that my mind is going in a lot of different directions at once. And when that happens, it's best just to sing simple thoughts. It's like Terrence McKenna said, if you're experiencing a bad trip with a member of the mycelium family, the best thing you can do to regain your composure and your peace of mind is to sing to the mycelium. Sing yourself down, up off that ledge, perhaps down off that ledge. Sing yourself into calmness, solemnity. Where's my keys? Here they is. Gotta find the key for the door. The downstairs door. She has a dog with her all the time. I think the dog's name is like Blossom Blossomberry, and uh, it's an aid dog. Like it carries a license, and she's allowed to bring it into places where they don't usually allow animals. Mm -hmm. But she has no discernible health problems. She could be training it. Well, I asked her. I said, "What does Blossomberry help you with?" And she told me that. Blossomberry lets her know when she's about to like have a seizure. Hmm. Somehow the dog can like kind of sense that. She has epilepsy, maybe. Uh, I don't think she has epilepsy, but it may not be seizures. It may be like intense headaches or something. I don't really remember. But she always tells me, and I'll be like, "Hey, how are you today?" She's like, "Super fine. How are you? You doing super fine? You doing super fine?" And I'm like, "I'm doing super fine." But good. Blossomberry says that she's doing super fine too. <laughs> and I just want you to know that this is the best Whole Foods. And she always. Jewish? She's like New Jerseyan. She's New Jerseyan. I like this hat though that I'm wearing. Yeah, me too. And I like this shirt too. Yeah, it looks good. It's a good combo. Uh -huh. I look very foreign in the face. I mean, you're like I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. <laughs> Hey man, nice car. Just got it washed, if you know what I mean. You just got it. The license plate doesn't even have a tag yet. I'm assuming that you have your um wallet? Yeah. Yep. Just gotta make sure you don't have these things. You know the rule though. I do, but what is it? That you carry everything that you possibly need in your pockets. Yeah, but at all times. There's a there's a very erudite. If you're wearing your pants, way, yeah. and you have your shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. But your shit is not in your pants. Crucial distinction, and it's important. 
I'll leave it in the pot where it belongs. So, being 20, how is it? God, I, I, don't, I don't feel like it's my birthday, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, only, obviously only in the definition that I was born today and people have been wishing me happy birthday, but since I had to take that test, it's yeah. just, it, it feels like, okay, I feel like I'm getting closer and closer, obviously, to becoming a real adult. Uh -huh. And being a real adult basically may, has made me feel like less fun mm -hmm. because, I mean, it's your birthday and I was in school. I've never been in school in my life where I had to write the month of June down on a piece of paper. And I don't know, that fact alone was very telling for me earlier in the summer and now, now that I spent my birthday taking a test it's just like a huge reality check but sometimes things don't pause for your birthday oh well you know life just keeps going yeah well when I was much unlike last year go ahead sorry when I was much younger I came to a similar realization uh -huh. about how adults don't have summer vacation yeah and I was like oh when you get a job you don't yeah you don't get to play for three months? Yeah. What? But also, I must say it was a slight error on your part a minute ago. Because we both took summer school in Orlando. But I don't... I think I probably... You probably I, didn't know the date system back then. No, 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 you no. Were, you were 13. No, if I... No. <laughs> if my birthday uh, ran along the day that we were still in summer school, I can guarantee you I didn't go to school that day. You just didn't go to school? Uh, Mom and Dad probably had... I, I know that I... I would have remembered that. That probably would have been scarring for me or something. I know, for a fact. Because <laughs> trivial, no! trivial, <laughs> trivial matters as a child, I've realized, that aren't really bad tend to have had an effect on me. Because I had a good childhood. So things like not being able to do it at once <laughs> was like a harsh reality check. What? But I was gonna say something about I don't know. Don't remember. <laughs> but Oh hey. It's the Adams. Who's? The Adams family. Da -da -da -da. Today's motherfucking birth. Oh, today's her birthday. Really? Yeah. And I think today is um, George Bush Senior's birthday. Really? I think so. George H. Bush. George W. No, that's the son. I just want to say W. Let's hope they don't get out of the car. I don't want to. <laughs> Uh oh. So. Maybe not. But once I get presents, though, it'll feel like my birthday. Yeah. There's going to be no traditional cake unless we make oh. a date cake. Yeah, I'm going to make date balls. Why don't you just put them all together and make a big cake? I could do that. We, get, we can get some coconut. 
it look like it's frosted. And it can we should get some coconut. If we can find some that isn't saturated. saturated. Yeah. In <laughs> <And> oil. <laughs> or I was going to say sugar. I think they have baker's coconut, which... Uh, Usually is... Oilless. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, even coconut itself is going to have oil in it. It's a nut. So. Well, coke, yeah, the oil really wasn't what I was thinking about anyway. Just the sugar? It's just the sugar. Well, that... Because, like, you, I know that they have some that have oils in them, the good oils, but hydrogenated, those are the ones that are poison. You use such absolute terms when it comes to things that have a bearing on your waistline. I know, because it's me. Yeah, exactly, but that also... Strengthens it, reinforces the way you feel about it. I know. Because no one wants to eat something that you called earlier a shitty food. Because that's the way you view it. But then that's what the did way I you, call shitty food? You well muffin tops. Oh. Just oh, you, like, you said that you were eating shitty foods. Like, oh, oh yeah yeah yeah. But I mean, people. Some people live on that stuff. Shitty people. <laughs> garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. I poured a little drizzle of honey over everything. Since it's your birthday dinner, I thought it should be a little sweet. Nice. <laughs> Were you exposed to a good deal of that? Her new thing is, um, oh my gosh, my gosh. 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 Huh. At least it's not. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. It used to be. The phone be ringing. Who's? My alarm. Birth control time. Seven thirty. All right. Dear Lord, thank you for bringing us here together to share in your presence the beginning of another year of existence of one of your most faithful servants. We've all come from different walks of life to eat this meal that you have so gratefully bestowed upon us. And it is in your Son's name, Jesus Christ, to which we say, Arigato gozaimasu. Amen. Amen. Arigato gozaimasu. Arigato gozaimasu. Is that water? Wine. Wine. We had a delicious meal out here the other night, and we said a dual blessing. Sounds confusing. Both talking at the same time? No, you well, you were here. You and I did it. Don't you remember? I do. I'm going to some salt. We have salt out here. Must be your birthday. Must be your birthday. So let's go real quickly around the table and say our favorite things about Lauren. Say what? Our favorite things about Lauren. And Lauren, you can start with your favorite thing about yourself. You, you, what? what you perceive to be your greatest asset. And the speechlessness, I hope, is not an indication of a lack of response. There's just so much. Okay. Good. <laughs> Where to start? Uh-huh. 
You're beautiful, you're talented, you're talentedly beautiful, you're beautifully talented. And modest. I think my variety of ways to express myself is pretty great, as in a great number. I think I have a lot of ways that I express myself. So a quantitative notion of self-expression in a great variety of... Different things. And Take, for example, your bracelets. Is this the two? Mm -hmm. Oh, really? What is the red one? Two. Urban Lakes. Two Urban Lakes? What, you got a bracelet from there? That's what they have their silverware wrapped in. We brought the lawn gave it to for birthday. Oh. No, it's my birthday. The green, there's a rubber band on there, right? Yeah, this is, um... That's from Whole Foods, purple right? Purple and green, purple and green. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I think it, Yeah, this is from Asparagus. They have a pretty good sense of style, even though it's not, like, screaming in your face, but I think I have a good sense of style. It's unique. <laughs> Dad, what's your favorite part about I don't Lauren? know your style. Oh. <laughs> I don't know your, your fashion style. That's why I got I got um, nervous trying to find something for you today. I saw I a couple things I thought were really cute, but we just don't agree on that. I would say the safest thing in terms of clothes would be gift money. cards or money. Mm -hmm. When it comes to clothes. <clears throat> yeah, but you're a recovering drug addict, so... <clears throat> what? Nothing. Okay. Dad? Favorite part of Lauren? The Brussels sprouts are okay. haven't tried a whole one. Just a little crunchy leaves. Crunchy leaves are good. Um, the fact that she wears deodorant. I think that's a great one. Thank you for that. Her sense of humor, her personality, her beauty. What specifically? Can you hear me on it? Your kindness. That's not specific. No. No, it's not. Kindness is very, very... I want an example, please. The other day, the way that you that you treat children, your love, really kindly. Oh gosh, that's gonna be persecuting me here. I just want to know. Um, Don't kill the messenger, Lauren. Bart Bryson, Barson. What did I do to him? Nothing. You just did with children and Drew from Orlando. <laughs> that wasn't that long Not ago. Not Drew Emerson, the other Drew. I know. <laughs> It wasn't that long ago. Long time ago. I wasn't even in first grade. No, I was in second grade. That's what made it so amazing. <laughs> and memorable. It wasn't even under kids' pretense. My friend and I were like in competition. So you could be nicer? Like, uh, yeah. Now that you're 20, the truth comes out. Oh, next round, we're going to do confessions. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't you say when you turn 20, you're going to tell us stuff that you've done? I told you guys uh, everything that I've done when I was like 17. Because you were still in the process of doing it, so it's like, oh yeah. No, I was, yeah. My favorite thing about Lauren? 
Oh, we have the computer going. I didn't know that. Oh, jeez. Computer. <clears throat> anyway. Um, the computer going. I would have rather not have known that. Thanks, Dad. Oh. What? It's not his birthday. <laughs> well, since I've been back from Japan, I would have to say that Lauren has been my best friend, my go-to gal. I've talked more with her and spent more time with her than any of my other friends. Aww. She's always there. Aww. And we've spent a lot of time together just walking and talking about everything. And we have our moments when How we're... How awesome your parents are. I was just going to say that, like today. Yeah, we got mad at each other. Sorry. Oh, got mad at each other? It happens. She scared me and I snapped at her. What'd you do? Oh, she was like, boo! No. And I was like, you idiot! I, I hate you! <laughs> no, I felt the bug and I like screamed. And it just startled him. Because there's a car going by at the same time. I figured that they were. They were um, Correlated? You yeah. were driving, were you? No, we were walking back from the public. Oh. Stuff like that. Stuff like that. So, my favorite thing about her is that, unlike most people who I know, she and I, as siblings, are very close. And I think our closeness even transcends the closest of the close siblings that I know. Like, like Josh and Ian? Uh, they're not close at all. <laughs> what did you say? So I'm happy that she she is honestly a good friend. And I don't think many siblings can say that about their well, counterpart. That's good. That's very good. Which is kind of odd because, because you are... Two different people. Oh yeah. I mean, we're not Siamese twins. I mean, like totally. Like. I'm just kidding. Well, they yeah. say opposites attract, and Are I don't. Are you left side brain, and she, you're right, or? Seems I'm like. Right, it. you're right. I'm right, you're right. That's why you're supposed to be amazing at art because right side controls the left side. Right side's creative. Left handers. So together we form one brain. Mm -hmm. One regularly functioning. <laughs> uh, Stephen Wright said he has a he has a half Siamese twin <laughs> and a step. What was the other one? What, a step. What? Uh, what does that mean? What does that mean? It's, it's just, just nothing. It's nothing. just his dry. He, you really it's should random. listen to it. It's he just, says, he just it just comes off. I mean, he just he, talks. He is just very dry. Very. You heard him before, have you? Oh my god. What were some of the other things? Think about the wind chime. Well, I, I did. The yeah. wind chime was funny. Uncle Egypt. Yeah. Nice. But let's see what else did he say. We have to look at it again. He drank while he performs water. Water. He was talking about water. His grandfather. I have a grandfather. He said I would something. I don't think this is right. Something like um, I was a grand when I was your age. I was grandpa or something like that. He's talking. When to I him. was your no. When I was your age, I was a year older. Yeah. <laughs> That's what his dad said to him. When I was your age, I was a year older. So he just says like something. It's very. Sense. It's very, no, it does make sense. I mean, it's... Well, I was your it's, age, it's, I was a year older. It's things that You're make absurd. you think. You know, it's kind of, I don't know, sarcastic kind of little But that clips. specific joke doesn't make sense. I have, uh, I have arguments with my subconscious, and 
<laughs> something, something, something. Another thing he said was, um, oh, he sang. He said, "I want to, I want to sing y'all a song that I wrote when I was three. Well, the other one he wrote. He said, I want to sing you a song that I just wrote." And he goes up to the microphone. And he goes, and he starts playing fairly softly like this. Enjoy this. Like this. He puts it down. <laughs> you know, I told you couldn't hear a thing he said. That, that was, was it. Was stick, and he said, I had, to, I had to write very lightly on the paper uh, with my pen when I wrote this song. So it just, <laughs> it, it is so funny. But it's all clean. It's, it's, it's clean None of it. and it's hard. Speaking of clean, their clock night so clean. And he, another song he said he wrote when he was three yeah. about his cat. Like, I'm looking at my cat. I'm gonna get chopsticks and kill it. Scissors. Scissors and kill it. <laughs> Don't know where mommy is. <laughs> Just three-year-old thoughts. Uh huh. Uh -huh. That's funny. That's funny. <clears throat> well. Still so alive? Mm -hmm. You guys should see him. Now that we're back from that segue. Well, I was kind of thinking a little bit along the same lines as what you were saying, but I wanted it to focus on her. <laughs> but oh, how? she's your best friend. No. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> not. <laughs> Horrible. No, no. How oh, am I an infant? Okay, what's no. the question? I want to answer it. It's difficult, so I'll rephrase it. Hey now. What's your favorite part about Lauren? <laughs> it's topical. Like, like uh, hydrocortisone? Yeah. I think I think it's um, your spirit and your your zest for life because I think you get that from Maine. And I think I think you have a lot of of um, positive energy, except for earlier. Well, when you're dealing with negative, you things. do have mood swings, <laughs> but but generally, you're very uh, you're you're very optimistic and free spirit. Like, was nice. like riding on your furniture in your bedroom. And Rose said that you guys painted over all. We didn't. It's a, it's a pineapple house. It has not been painted. You on the walls. Oh, well that, yeah. You said we could. My best one. Did I? Should I listen to me? Hey, Jen, I'm going to kill you. Okay, go ahead. What? <laughs> I was there, I remember. I had a lot of Bible verses on the walls. You guys should have that. No. You guys forgot one part though. What's one? On the uh, trim. Yeah. I you didn't forget it's it. It's a picture. It's not a... No, not just that. There is a Bible verse on there. I meant to get rid of all those. Huh? I meant to get rid of all those. I know you did. 
remember what the weather was. I also think this year has been a, a, a big year for you in terms of growth. That's what I said. Yeah, it has. I mean, you know, Johnson, that whole relationship. We um, finally potty trained. <laughs> Johnson? One. One. Making decisions about school. Exactly, that's what I was going to say. And, and doing the work that you need to do to for the transferring and all. And moving in, you guys are gonna thank me for all that stuff. For moving out of my apartment. That's part of maturing, so we don't have to do that for you. <laughs> you know, if this ha house works out, which maybe we'll know something tomorrow, because she said Tuesday, you guys could take that brown sofa. I don't want it. And the she's, rug in there. She's saying like for the living room yeah. area. You don't need, you're need. You don't something. want it. You prefer oh. something else. It's, a, it's it's not comfortable. Yeah, but it's doesn't it's, matter. It's not. It's a temporary house, dude. Mm -hmm. You rather you rather buy a couch? Yeah, but I guess not anymore. What about the sleeper sofa in the basement? Sofa. That's what my baby says. Well, I thought about that, but. That could be my bed. It's so heavy, I didn't know if you felt like doing it. He's not the only one that would be doing it, though. No one's going to sleep fun. down there unless we have carpet down there anyway. I'm telling you. The couch fun. I didn't mean to like one. Well, you could put the, the sleeper sofa in your, in your room. It's not big enough. That's what I said. The room's not big enough. It would be go into the family room. It'd be all right, though. But I think you would really like that. I think you'd rather porch. have. A, I think you'd rather have a bed. I think a, like a glass stand porch. It's on the right side when you're looking at the house. Well, windows on all three sides. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be interesting. We're gonna put Kenneth in there. Mm -hmm. And, and then there's a front bedroom, right off the living room, right when you walk in, that faces the front of the street. And then there's a back bedroom, which I think you would. I like windows too. They're all, they all, all have, have windows. windows. Actually, the front bedroom has two windows, and the, and the back bedroom has one. You sure? I thought it had two also. So I, I think so. I think it has two. Okay. I think it just has the on the side. Yeah. It has a bigger closet, though. It's really cute. It's really cute. It's very, very cute. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Lauren. Lauren. Happy birthday to you. Juan Arnos Hobbes. Juan Arnos Hobbes. Juan Arnos, Juan Arnos, Juan Arnos Hobbes. Ichi. Me. Son. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.